Yeah. 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 Okay, All the Vinafokhus in the world should, uh, should come in right now already like this. Um, I'm sure everyone had a very strong week of monitoring themselves from last week. Uh, last, week he's, last week's his Orerus to this Shabbos's his Chaskus, like we've been learning. That it, when the last thing we learned was if Yidin kept two Shabbos and Geula would come. Oh, wait a second. You, you're here? You're here. Wow. And the Rubens have made Aliyah to Efrat. Baruch Hashem, I'm so happy you're here. So great. Welcome home. Welcome home. We're so lucky. All of us here are so lucky. Mamash. Baruch Hashem. So we were learning last week that if Yidin kept the Gemara in, in, in Shabbos, that if, Jew, if Yidin kept two Shabbatot, Gula would come. Which two Shabbatot? When we saw two things in the Kutei Alachos, but the main thing was, is that if I, I become awake on a certain Shabbos, and then throughout that whole week I'm holding on to that thing that happened to me on Shabbos, and then that next Shabbos comes, and then I meet Chazek in the same Nikuda, I get strong in the same Inyan that happened last week, so I'm keeping Shabbos to Shabbos. And that's what he, I think that's how we understood it. We would experience a Geula if we had this like monitoring of, of week to week Shabbos. All right. I'm lonely. Come, come up come next to me. Okay. So now if you can open up in Daf Nun Chet. Okay. And uh, Israel's away for a few weeks. I'm going to try to see if I could call the... Uh, I'm sure the, the store has more uh, copies, the Breslau Bookstore. If anyone happens to be there this week, let me know. I'm going to try to get there. Bli Nader will have more swarm for next Shabbos. 
for next Friday. Okay, so this is a, a concept I'm sure each of you have seen before. You've heard of the concept Ashan, right? Olam Shonan Nefesh. I'm sure it's come up, Reb Chaim, it's come up in, in the Chabura? Like as of recent? Yeah. But I'm sure, it's, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. What's Ashan? Olam Shonan Nefesh? So have you heard this concept before? That, that the basically, how would you say this? How would you say it? The world... No, that, that I know, but I'm saying, but what are these three prisms? What are they exactly? Olam, Shonan, Nefesh. What we're going to see inside. Uh, let's, let's leave it for the Rebbe to, to, to show us over here. We're on the, we're on the right paragraph, on the, on the co- right column, on Daf Nunchet. All the fixing of all concepts of space, which relates to Olam, who Eretz Yisrael, as you see, we have these three concepts called olam, which means, which over here refers to the world, which means space. Nefesh, which has to do with soul. Well, Odlo, that's how he's darshaning it up, but we, we, we will get there. Space, uh, soul, which is nefesh. And then the concept of shana, which is man. Time, space, sorry, space, per. Nesham Nefesh, person, and time. Through these three, three windows, we will see how we have to connect to the root of what it's all about for a tikkun on all aspects of our life, because our life is basically made up of our connection to time, space, and people. That's what life is all about. That's what our life is all about. So the Rabbi Yaakov Meir just said over here, on the level, this is the middle of a, of a letter that he's writing to someone. On the level of space, what's the holiest place in the world? Eretz, Eretz HaKodesh. What's, and on the level of nefesh, who's the holiest person in the world? The, the tzaddik, right? The tzaddik. And on the level of time, what's the holiest time in the world? Shabbos. Remember the Torah we have from Yom Kippur? It goes even deeper on Yom Kippur. Because why is, why is Yom Kippur like called Yechida? Why is it such a Yechida? It's like going into the inner, inner, inner chamber. The inner chamber of everything. Why is Yom Kippur the pinnacle point of our lives? Because the holiest man in the world was... It's great. It's Aaron Akkoyan's Yotzeh. It's good to say this. The Kohen Agadol. Would go into the holiest place in the world, which wasn't just Eretz Yisrael, but within Eretz Yisrael was the Kodesh Kadashim. On the holiest day of the year, what was the holiest day of the year? Shabbos Shabbosan, the holiest day, the Shabbos of all Shabboses. So the Kohen Gadol going into the Kodesh Kadashim. On Yom Kippur brought about such a tikkun bechol haolamot. It brought out such a fixing in all worlds. So. It's Kederich The first two pieces here are Kederich Agav, because it's part of a letter. He's saying, listen, in the level of space, 
to be connected to where the tikkunim of space take place, physical space. That's Eretz Yisrael. Like the Gemara says, that one day the whole world will be Eretz Yisrael. Now, it's good for us, even though it's not connected to our concept today, Ali Dei HaTzadik, now the connection to the Tzadik, and this is just going to brush upon the topic, how in Breslev, the concept of Tzadik is so focused, more than any other place, by learning the Tzadik's Torahs, by connecting yourself to the Eitzah of the Tzadik, what happens to you in your life is that you have to believe that the Tzadik already prepared for you what's lacking for you in your life. And all you got to do is drink from his fountain, because he prepared it for you. The tzaddik in every generation, the tzaddik emes in each generation, and in previous generations too. The, although it's funny, in Chabad, I was once I was once doing a, uh, I once played a wedding for uh, this, a family from Toronto that I knew that the the mother is Lubavitch. The kids the kid wasn't Lubavitch anymore, but the mother was Lubavitch, and it was like Yud Beis Shvat Be'erech. So I went, and that man, it's two days after the Friedrich Rebbe's yard site, right? But if you're really, really Chabad, like hardcore Chabad, Yud Shvat, the fact that it's the Friedrich Rebbe's yard site doesn't mean nearly as much as that it's also the day that the Rebbe became Rebbe. So I went up to this mother of the Kala thinking, oh, I'll have something to connect with her with. And I started like, showing her something I just saw in the Friedrich Rebbe. And she was like, that's cool, but why are you showing it to me? I'm like, well, you're Chabad. Two days ago was Yud Shvat. I thought we could, we could connect. She's like, but yeah, but our Rebbe's Indian is something else. So it's, I, I, I hear that. I understand I mean, the Nasi of each door. But in, you know, in Breslov, obviously, it, it's, it's, the nuances are a little bit, <laughs> some would say very, but they're different. But what our, for, for all intents and purposes, whoever is the Tzaddik in your life, you have to understand that they prepared for you what you need for the tikkun of your nefesh. And all their etzahs and all their Torahs and all their teachings are there for you to correct anything that's lacking in the level of nefesh in your nefesh. Now, if, imagine how powerful that is, right? That's in the level of person. What about the level of time? So he's saying over here, the Shabbos is exactly that. Shabbos provides that for a person. All that's lacking for you in the six days of the week meaning Olam Hazeh, is all fixed and corrected for you if Shabbos is Shabbos. If all these Torahs we're learning about Shabbos actually happen on Shabbos, then everything in this world that you're lacking, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, comes back to you a million times over because you kept Shabbos, Moshe Tzarich. Like he finishes the quote here from the famous Gemara in Shabbos, that anyone that really keeps Shabbos properly, Afilu Ove Davod Zara Kedor Enosh, Anyone that keeps Shabbos, that even he's the biggest of Oyved like, it doesn't matter, he's still forgiven because Shabbos corrects it, Shabbos fixes it, Shabbos cleans everything. And he, and he, can, and he ends here this piece. And he says, This concept of Ashan, Tikuna Mishlosha Nekudos Elu, Hatzadik, Vabesa Migdash, Vishabbos. When everything will be fixed, we're just going to have a day that's all Shabbos. Just like we say in the Gemara, that Eretz Yisrael will be spread into the whole world. So too will Shabbos be spread into the whole world. And so too with the Umalah Ha'aretz Dea Hashem. 
the das of the tzaddik will spread in the whole world. Okay? This is what it means like when we think about what is it going to be like. So on the level of space, what is it going to be like? Yerushalayim will be in the whole world. On the level of tzaddik, what will be the da'at elokim? Knowing, knowing just Hashem, and knowing that I'm using my mind just for da'at elokim, will be spread in the whole world. But also on the level of, of time, Shabbos will be spread in the whole world. So in our own lives, we live a geuladika life by doing that already now. Not waiting for Mashiach to come, to do that. We do that already right now. We become Shabbos Dik during the week. We take in the, 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 the words of the tzaddikim throughout our whole life. And we come and we move here to Eretz Yisrael because if in the future Eretz Yisrael will be mispashet b'chol ha'aretzot, why should I wait till it comes and spreads upon me where I am? I'll come and meet it where it's at before it has to spread out to me. Right? We're here. Baruch Hashem. Okay. And he, the truth is, the next piece that we have here, he, he's choser on the same thing. It has to, it's in reference to Hanukkah, but it's just they, they, they put it in the Sefer because part of the letter that he says repeats again this concept we said about Shabbos, about Olam, Olam Shana Nefesh. So ch- turn the page for a second, if you don't mind, to Daf Samech. Now there's something. There's something. I thought we'd be able to be able to finish the the parak today, but we'll see what happens. We know something about tshuva, and we've said it in the shir many times. We've said it in Rav Cook's shir many times as well. What's the one thing we know about tshuva which we can't understand? Is that tshuva katmala olam? That means that the concept of tshuva preceded this world, which means what does that have to do? What's this world like? What What's the hardest thing for me to through what is the hardest thing for me to relate to tshuva within the context of this world? The context of time. Time has to do with this world. Now, what's the contradiction between time and tshuva? What bothers me? What's the hard part between time and tshuva? Within the confines of this world. If I want to do tshuva, why does the concept of time make it so hard for me to believe in tshuva? What do you think? Huh? It happened already. It's time, right? It happened. What else? Why else would it be hard for me to relate to time in the context of the tshuva? We don't know the days of our lives, so like in perfect hours, we should be doing tshuva all of the time. Right, but that helps us. That just motivates us to do tshuva. But what's the contradiction, like within this realms of this world? What's that? So it's basically what he's saying, yeah. So you can't go back in time. Good you can't go back in time. And that's why as much as I get all the good pep talks, why wow, such a bad tshuva? I know guys that are carrying things they did in their t- teenage years or in their 20s when they're, when they're 50. They're still carrying it on them because as much as they've refrained from doing those bad things, they still schlep it on their... They can't really... They don't really believe that, it's, that they're really done with it. They but, don't, but you could get there. You could get there. I'm I saying. can't get there. <laughs> Far from it, but you could get there. That isn't what... That's the whole beauty of the tshuva. That's the politically correct from thing to say in a shir like this. I'm talking about what we schlep in our neshamas usually. Of course, that's the, that's what I'm saying. What usually, let's talk dugri. What usually happens? It sits, uh? on, it sits on us. It sits on us. It doesn't matter how many Yom Kippur's we've been through. It doesn't matter how many mikvahs we've gone to. Why is it? Why, is, why does it sit on us? Because we didn't do enough tshuva? 
or because we really don't, we're really stuck within the confines of time. It's really what, what Yosef and Matityahu were saying. To help us prevent from happening again. Sorry? Or to help, help us remember to prevent from happening again. What do you mean? Again. Well, if it's on you, and mm-hmm. still, if you're still carrying it, the machshava is still there, okay, well then, I don't want to go back to that place. It can go either way, though. It can go either way. Or it can be like, I, I, I'm, never gonna bec- I'm never going to become that person because this stuff is still stuck in me. Either way. Either way. Nachon. Yeah, and we're in the Shana, we have a Shana repeat, so we are definitely connected to that. But it still leaves a contradiction because if I'm now and the future, it's also the past. <laughs> right. No, Hashem is right. As, as an Ashana, it's true. We're connected to that energy. We are that. It's energy. true. Are, now, what does it mean to be beyond time? Well, it doesn't really exist, it's just a perception. The perception of it, what does that mean to be beyond time? What does that mean? Take off your watch. Right, but what it, no, I, I know, but what does that mean, Lemaisa, about. about about me and my and my and my living in this world, it so means past not to be. Similar. Yeah, yeah. That that's exactly what it means. The it's just in our minds that something that happened once, right, is stuck there. That's just in our minds. What about if I told you you're going to do an aver in the future? What would you do? What would you say about that? If true, exactly, trust the way that Hashem decided to design the world. That is the way it works. That's now. Now, why does Hashem let it go? Why? Why? Why do we have to believe in tshuva? Because tshuva came before the world. Now, what does that mean that tshuva came before the world? He knew that we were going. Exactly. So, Tomer, what did you say? I'm sorry. Which, which would mean what? What is that? Lemaisa. If I, if I inhaled those words, what does that do to me today? It just is. It's there all the time. What is? The Avera? Tshuva. Right. Huh? It, 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 from, from, from the fixed time of it. Now this is a concept like when Rav Kook was bringing down Oros Tshuva, and when he talked about Tshuva Kadma La'oman, it was almost like while you're learning Oros Tshuva, you're not so sure how these things work. Then he speaks about this, and you're like, "Oh yeah." So, if it's not if it's not part of this world, I have a chance. Yesh li sikui. I have a chance, only because Hashem created tshuva beyond the concept of this world, beyond the confines of time, the way that I relate to time today. Imagine right now if each person in this world would believe bemuna shlema that yet what you did last night or yesterday, and all, anything negative you might have done yesterday has no could have no hashpa on the way you relate to today. Do you know what kind of room this would be? You'd be jumping for joy all day. It, it, there would be such a There'd be such openness to what today is. It would be amazing. Imagine a whole shul of people that really believed, like Reb Shlomo used to, he had a beautiful way of coining it, that yesterday isn't, our, isn't today's slave driver. Do you know what that would look like? Do you know what that, you know, when, what people have told me when they looked in the Rebbe's eyes, that's exactly what they felt, looking at the Babacher Rebbe's eyes. He gave you eyes, he looked at you yesterday, had no achiza, achiza means uh, grip on today, nothing. Now it doesn't mean you're, you become a shtickle meshuga. You're not a different person. It's just this aspect does not, play a role. 
And when a person wakes up and they're full of anxiety and they're tzabrachim, and they're depressed, or they're angry, it has nothing to do with the world that Hashem introduced them to today. It only has to do with yesterday. That means I'm schlepping yesterday into today. I didn't, well, I didn't get there, but most probably, yeah. But Shabbos is the exception. Now look what he says here. Bottom of, bottom of uh, Daf Samech. If Shaila hafochet kol mazalo letova, a person can transform his mazel for good if he accepts upon himself to take on Shabbos Bikdusha. That shot again, like we keep on saying here, that we Shabbos hard, if we choose to Shabbos hard for real, it changes my mazel. Now, what, is, what do you think that means? Then different things of luck will happen to you? You'll get luckier in life? What does that mean to have better mazal based on this? Based on everything we said right now. Forget about yesterday. And mazal, your mazal is, is that yesterday doesn't control today. That's your mazal. Not that you, get the, you, you, you win the lotto. Although, on everyone here, they should win the lotto. But I'm saying, ain't mazal Israel. We're, we're higher than mazal. But what does that mean? It means that Usually people say luck has to do with, it just, wow, I'm just not lucky. It's not in my cards, right? But can you imagine if someone you know, transformed that concept of mazal and said, you know what your mazal is? Your mazal is, is that yesterday isn't your slave driver. That's the greatest, that's better, that's something, that's a better thing happening to you than anything you can imagine. That's where he's going to. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why, because we have a cloud from the Baal Shem Tov that the first thoughts that you have in the morning are the ones that lead you through in the day. Reish Yismach Amachshava is usually how we... It's very hard. It's very hard to snap out of it during the day. It's easy. It's, it's easy to try to practice it, but... So it's, it's most kedai that that focuses right when you wake up. Yeah. Why? Right. Wake up, I'm tired. That's it. Then you're tired. So I gotta change it. Yeah. Right. No. If you wake up and that's the first. First of all, he's gaber kaari. Yeah. Yeah. So he says like so that that's like a diff. So but that's a mazel. Like wow, my mazel is that when I wake up in the morning, I'm not tired. Really? Where'd you get that strength from to to feel like that? But I, I think Fenster would would attribute it to Shabbos too. Um, and it's brought down in the Sefer Esisei Laila. This is a this is an amazing Sefer from the Rebbe of Tzadok. And next year, Beis Hashem, I, I said it a few months ago in Shabbos afternoon year, but next year Reb Tzadok is going to come into our base Medrash big time. Reb Tzadok Akoyin of Lublin. There's not there's no one like him. And if we're learning so much Ishbitz, you have to then go down to the next Sinar. And that's Reb Tzadok HaKoyen. He has so many Sfarm. One of, one of his most beautiful ones is Resi Seilayla. Look what he says here. Shelachen lo ne'emar b'Shabbos v'hi erev v'yivoker k'fi she'ne'emar b'Sheshis me'bereshis. Six days of creation. When before a day was complete, the Torah says, v'hi erev v'yivoker yom echad. v'hi erev v'yivoker yom sheni. 
right? This is how it happens throughout the six days of creation. When it comes to saying Shabbos, it doesn't say there was night, then there was morning. Why? Obviously. There's no night, there's no day. It's these days, it's these hours that are kind of like plucked out of the way that we normally relate to concepts of time. Now some people would be like, wow, that, 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 that's amazing. That means like I could sleep and sleep and sleep and it, it's a beyond time and space, so it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Because it's just, huh? Or I could learn, learn, and learn. Fabreng, fabreng, fabreng. And, you know, you have some chavah that they're very makbid on their zmanim on Shabbos. But say that, it's a beautiful thing that everyone has. And then you have people that they just, they know already that the concept of time is different. That's why, like, also, the concept of freedom throughout the whole year is different than the concept of freedom Seder night. So you know the famous story of Rebbe Akiva Eger? Although it sounds to me that it's more like Reb Label Eger. If you know the difference between the grandfathers that... Um, uh, he came home from from davening Leil Seder, and he, he was felt so free. But he saw that the table was set exactly, you know, And if you move the spoon here, the whole thing would shift to the side, and the Seder plate and the matzahs. So he just like he's like, ah, you know, Ata bnei Chorin, and he, he you know he took the ta- the table like no one tell no one speaks about the tguva of the the wife's you know reaction the story but for him the cherus was is like all year long my freedom means something but the night where freedom comes into the world I'm gonna I gotta be like free on so many deeper levels so he took the tablecloth and he just yanked it out from below and he said I'm free so on Shabbos if I'm free from the confines of time that means like maybe I understand why Lubavitchers are always just late and davening whenever because Exactly. No. <laughs> like Reb Shlomo would always, always show up late to concerts. You know, right? they always used to ask him, "Why do you, why do you show up so late?" And his answer always was, "I, I wasn't late. You're early. It only starts when I when I come anyway." So, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's all relative. The concept of time. But on Shabbos, we could really get out of. Imagine, like for me, I mean, I I have a big avoid in this because. I feel constantly choked by time. I really do. Like being very honest with the chen. I feel, I feel choked by time all the time. All the time. <laughs> I always, I'm always under the consciousness of the watch. Like, always. Not, not just because of zmane. I wish it was only because of zmane tefillah. Just because of this has to happen, this has to happen. Like, always. And then, and, and honestly, people that just flow and they're not like that, I want to punch them in the face, but I also, but I'm also jealous of them. Because they, they have this thing, like, whatever. Like, I mean, we spoke about this, time. Hey, wait, can you come and do this? As soon as I can. <laughs> well, when can you? When, when are you going to come and do this? As soon as it becomes available for me to come and fix this, I will fix this. You can get so much more done. So on Shabbos, you can get done, even though we're not in the world of Asiya, but you can basically create for yourself a new way of relating to time during the week. And that's the greatest mazal that a person can have. I think that's how he's building this up. So he says here, that's why on Shabbos, the Torah doesn't say, Vayi Erev, Vayi Voker. And Shayach Zmanim. There's no such thing, Erev, Boker, Shabbos. It's, it's, 
It's something else. Kishabes Kodesh you lemala me'azman. Belachen yitachem lekabel shefa lemala me'amida hareuya avuro v'klal lo lefi mazalo. Ah, and now he says something beautiful and he quotes this from the Riminover. Just like you're able to do things that you could have never imagined because you're out of the confines of time, you know what your mazal is? Is that the reward that you get also for the way you are in Shabbos Begdusha is also lemala mehazman. So the benefit, like all the reward you receive, is also a Shabbos Dika mazal, which means much greater than you all year long, all week long. You have to act in a certain way to get a certain something, the Seder. But on Shabbos, there's no Hagbalah, there's no Medida, there's no measurement, it doesn't work at all. It doesn't, thank you. It doesn't, it doesn't work, that thing doesn't work at all. So therefore, if that's the case, this is what, this is why I will take advantage of every second I have on Shabbos. And therefore, he continues here. Validei Shabbos Kodesh, yachol kol echad lis'alos mala mala. This is why on Shabbos I can keep on going up and up and up. Shabbos is blessed from all days and sanctified from all times. So Rav Yaakov Meir is pounding a point. He's, pounding, he's like, he's really drilling in a, a Nakuda over here. <clears throat> because we live in such a time-confined world and everything is zek and neged zek, I have this amount of time, I have this, I'm always measuring, I'm always measuring. So the way that I imagine what Hashem wants to give me is also measured. But on Shabbos, I get out of that. Now, it's not just the way that what Hashem wants to give me. And this is an important yesod. On Shabbos, the closeness I can get to my children is lemala me'amazal, ein mazal. The closeness that I could have with my children on Shabbos, what I can give over to my child on Shabbos through one action, it would take me during the week three weeks of asiya to get close to my child. I want to give you an example. I, I was learning this last night with Bina because I saw it yesterday in a beautiful sefer by one of the brothers of Ramashpim, Rabbi Israel Meir Brenner. Beautiful. I have it down in the office, the Imre Yisrael. They put it out last year, two volumes. Gorgeous Torahs. So beautiful. So beautiful. And I saw that he has a mimer called Chinuch Yiladim. So I'm always, whenever I see a mimer called Chinuch Yiladim, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I can't get enough for myself. And also because most Shailas that I have, you know, that I'm involved with, I have to do with Chinuch, obviously. So the Shaila came like this. A Breslover came and he said to Reb Levi Yitzchak Bender, he said, listen, we're so impressed. If there's one thing we're so makbidan, it's actually zman. Chatzos is chatzos. It doesn't, lo- doesn't matter what it is. Nates is nates. In Breslev, they're very, very, very big on that. But comes Shabbos, and I realize that I'm looking at the clock Friday night because I know I'm going to have to get up really early. So what should I do? Do I, do I forget about the clock and then like have a horrible morning? Or do I like try to do both? So he gave a beautiful, he, he, he brought a beautiful answer from based on a Mishnah and Tamid, but the point that he said was is that what your child can get from you seeing the way that you wash Natila Yadayim on Friday night, because generally, you know, especially there, kids don't eat with their parents during the week. It just doesn't, 
doesn't add up. I don't know how many of us eat with our children. Not, not so much. Some of you probably never eat with your children during the week. It's, not, it's, a, it's a luxury if you do. It's a, it's a luxury if you do. I was thinking about it back when we were playing a lot more concerts and weddings. I was not, nights, I never saw, you know, when the kids were little, I never saw them. Breakfast, not eating with the kids. Lunch, for sure not. So he said, do you know how much you can, how much Yiddish guy you can give over to your son when he sees you lift up your hand after you washed your hand in the Tilas Yadayim? Lemala mehazman. Lemala mehazman. In your mind of weekday, your vach mind, your weak mind, you know, weak, W-E-E-K, right? You're saying, okay, I got to explain to him this, go over this, learn this halacha with him or with her, the Seder. But really, because Shabbos is so kadosh and Shabbos is also beyond time and space, what your child can get from you by benching together on Friday night would take months of a weekday type of chinuch. Now, that's the greatest mazel that could happen to a family that takes advantage of moments of giving over Yiddishkeit like that. And Shabbos is filled with moments of giving over Yiddishkeit to our children like that. So just like that can happen with a child, Rav Shechter just told us, and he quotes the Rimen over here from the Menachem Tzion, he says, so if that's true with the way we are with our children, don't you just want to accept the fact that that's true the way Abba is with his children down here? That what he can give you, what he wants to give you, and what you're able to receive on Shabbos, which is Lamal and Azman, is so much more than what you normally think you're capable of receiving, or even what you think the Rebbe Shalom wants to give you. So I give us a bracha, that these tires we're doing on Shabbos, all these weeks of learning Shabbos, 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 should really, really be implemented on Shabbos because of the ability to be free on Shabbos, because of the ability to not be mugbal, to not be limited by zman, by olam azeh, and we should be, and, and the same thing with the tzaddik, by the way, like, and the same thing with Eretz Yisrael, olam shana nefesh, it happens on all three levels. In Eretz Yisrael, like, you know, to receive from the land itself works the same way like it does with Shabbos. Eretz Yisrael doesn't make sense. It's l'mala me'amakom doesn't make sense. The tzaddik, that one human being can give you so much, doesn't make sense on a, on a olam hazeh level. It's all being stretched out to places of like being able to receive more. So what he's saying over here is that if Shabbos is like it should be, then this spills out into during the week as well. This spills out during the week as well. So we should be zochet to be Shabbos dekayidin, Every day of the week, Be'ezrat Hashem. And yeah, so next Friday, we're going to finish this parak, and then we'll be off for a few weeks, and then we'll get back together again, Rosh Chodesh Elul. Okay? Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Shakoyach. Different direction than that. During the week. During the week, we.